A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Roman Reigns builds an army. Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly recover from a war and we'll find out what that took out of them in a moment plus did wwe just spoil their own draft for monday october the 5th 2020 this is your cultaholic wrestling news nxt universe rallying both these superstars what a championship matchup this is big and kyle o'reilly trying to think about all those long drives all those flights What a match between Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor last night, headlining NXT TakeOver 31. What a show last night. It's it's nice when a wrestling show comes along that just reminds you why you do what you do and why you love what you do. Because everything about last night, not a, not a bad match anywhere to be found. Everything of high quality and the main event between Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly just absolutely blew us all away. An amazing night of action for NXT, but it has come with some casualties. So we understand from last night uh, that according to Triple H, Finn Balor uh, had to be x-rayed last night to check on his jaw. Now, you may have seen uh, the closing moments of that match. Finn Balor did not look in great shape. His, his mouth had swollen up. He was bleeding from the mouth. And the, the fear is that Finn Balor may have suffered a fracture jaw during that hard-hitting match with Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, we can point it to a knee that O'Reilly lands on Finn Balor's face near the end of the match that causes the injury. Now, we don't know yet the status of Finn Balor. It looked like a dislocated jaw, and the best-case scenario can be that jaw, the jaw isn't as badly dislocated as we think it is, or as badly dislocated as it looks and he can take a few weeks away to fully heal. The worst case scenario is that Finn Balor will have to get his jaw wired, could put him on the shelf for some time. We could possibly, and this is speculation at this point, see the NXT Championship vacated once again following that brutal war last night. Kyle O'Reilly coming out of this in a bad way as well. It was revealed uh, after being checked over by the WWE medics that Kyle O'Reilly suffered a number of, of injuries, including several broken teeth during the match, which would explain why O'Reilly was bleeding from the mouth during that contest as well. So both men reeling from this this collision last night at TakeOver. When we know more about the status of Kyle O'Reilly and, of course, of Finn Balor, we will let you know more as well. Triple H led the media call following TakeOver where he made the announcements about the health of Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. Also last night, he talked about the return of Ember Moon 
saying the timing for the return of Ember just made sense. It was hard not to smile. She seems so happy to be back there. Also, he said that the new setup for the... Uh, the now Capital Wrestling Center is inside the Performance Center and it changes the interior layout around. It requires a little bit of shifting for those uh, who are training, but uh, certain aspects will remain for the trainees to work with. Trainees also, we understand, are in small groups and are rotating uh, whilst COVID protocols are being adhered to. So you're not getting many people training in that building at one time. Also, the Capital Wrestling Center, as it's now known, is exclusive to NXT. We won't see episodes of Raw or SmackDown from the CWC. In terms of what is next for Raw and SmackDown, it looks as if something bigger is on the way. Triple H has said that something bigger is coming following their residency at Amway. So they're looking already to life beyond Thunderdome at this point. And we've got to talk about Ridge Holland, who turned up at the very end of NXT TakeOver, making an impact at the very end of the show. Uh, Triple H high on Ridge Holland. He says that Ridge is a great performer and highly regarded by the coaches. And he also talks about the near miss in the Johnny Gargano match, the fine line between sports entertainment and the things that come being very, very real. He says that Gargano's accident was bad timing and not a screw up from Ridge Holland back then. So all is well in terms of the the reputation of Ridge Holland within WWE following that match he had with Johnny Gargano. So that is how NXT TakeOver breaks down. Don't want to give away too much about what happened on the night because you can find out more by going to our YouTube channel and watching NXT TakeOver graded with myself or what happened at NXT TakeOver with Jack. Both of those available on the on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little bit later on today. Is this all you want? What, you want another shot? That's what you want? You want another shot? You got another shot. I don't care. You got another shot. What, you want a Hell in a Cell? Is that what you want? It's yours, a Hell in a Cell. But I'm telling you right now, this match... This match will have the highest stakes that any match has ever had in WWE history. What could Roman have possibly meant by real consequences? By the highest stakes hey, ever in a match? Oops. Yo! Yo! Hey, whatever the stakes are, you're on, Oose! The highest stakes in any wrestling match. Big talk from Roman Reigns as we get set for round two between Reigns and Jay Uso at Hell in a Cell later on this month. So this is building to something pretty big for Roman Reigns, uh, according to a few sources. Uh, mainly, it is this morning coming from WrestlingNews.co, who say it's not confirmed 
if there'll be an extra stipulation added to the match, but it is possibly going to lead to the setup of a faction for Roman Reigns. There has been talking creative, according to WrestlingNews.co, about Roman Reigns leading a stable with Jay and Jimmy when Jimmy is back on the road, and others have added that will be, others will be added as the as the the stable builds. We understand, according to WrestlingNews.co, that the match at Hell in a Cell could be a big chapter in that story being told. We'll see where this goes from here. Possibly, maybe have it so the stipulation is that should Roman Reigns win, the Usos have to side with him and they have to call him the High Chief possibly having that on the line so therefore you've got this sort of reluctant faction working behind Roman Reigns could be a very interesting twist on an old theme if that is the case but the Roman Reigns heel stuff at the moment has just been absolutely off the chart it's been there's been some really great stuff coming out of that including the match at Clash of Champions uh, the other week which saw Roman putting a beating on Jey Uso that was just uncomfortable and just compelling at the same time I'm intrigued to see what this massive stipulation is and intrigued to see this army potentially getting built up behind Roman Reigns. We've teamed up with Audible to sort you out with a free wrestling audiobook on us. Hear the entire story of the life of Shawn Michaels in your ears by going to cultaholic.com forward slash Audible. Sign up to Audible for free, 30 days for free. If you don't like it, you can cancel it. You keep the audiobook. Choose a book on us at cultaholic.com forward slash audible. So just ahead of the unveiling of the Capital Wrestling Centre, Triple H spoke to Sports Illustrated about the new complex, saying, quote, it's a historic callback to where it all began. We gutted the Performance Center and it's now rebuilt. So it feels like we're going back to the beginning. To me, it feels like we're going back to 1953. Just like then, we're doing something different and new, taking business to a whole new level. The Capital Wrestling Center captures the feel and the vibe of NXT. We will have all the bells and whistles of the Thunderdome, but we'll keep that NXT feel. It's edgier, darker and raw you're walking into the ultimate heavy metal soundstage. Now, he also discussed why we wouldn't see NXT in the Thunderdome anytime soon. He said, quote, since we have a permanent residence at the Amway Center, there was talk of NXT running there, but I was very resistant to do that. Don't get me wrong, the spectacle of it is awesome, but many of my goals is to make sure NXT has its own feel and vibe. Now we're ready to make our splash. And when people see what we have created, people will understand why this is the best environment for us. Now, despite being out of action with an injury that is taking a little bit longer to heal than expected, there are still big plans for the return of WWE Hall of Famer Edge. Dave Meltzer talked about this on Wrestling Observer. In the newsletter, he says, Adam Copeland... This said this past week, his recovery from tricep surgery is going slower than he expected, thinking it may be due to being 47 years old. 
Copeland had surgery in June, and that's usually a six to eight month return. Even at eight months, that is February. If Orton was champion, and if Orton versus Edge would be the direction, a few months back, Orton versus Edge in an I Quit match was a planned WrestleMania main event, but things changed several times. An Edge return winning the Rumble could make sense, and January would be touch and go. Even with a slower return, Mania would still appear to be well within probable reach. Possibly seeing Edge back for the Royal Rumble. Failing that, no doubt we'll see Edge part of WWE's big granddaddy of them all. In whatever shape it will take next year. Jack Gallagher has addressed the speaking out allegations made against him on his social media platforms, saying that he released didn't release a statement immediately as he didn't feel like it was the right thing to do, uh, but went on to say uh, that he'd like to respond to what happened. He talks about in 2004 attending a New Year's Eve party, meeting a woman and his behaviour towards her being inappropriate. He says as he was drunk, he doesn't recall what happened. Uh, he says it's not an excuse for what happened that night night he expresses deepest regrets and he is sorry for upset that he has caused he says quote following these allegations i proactively contacted the head of wwe talent relations to take responsibility for my actions as i was aware that the woman who made the allegations and i had both attended the same new year's eve party i was then informed that this was a breach of the company ethics policy this would lead to my release from my contract with wwe this isolated incident is not reflective of my behavior and attitude towards women as a man i know I can do better and with the support of my wife I have taken time over the last few months to understand what I can do but this is not about me but about the women that come forward as part of this speaking out movement I will continue to support women and this movement to the best of my ability now we'll have more on this story as it develops and you can find out more by following the speaking out hashtag online and by visiting us online at cultaholic.com uh, ben Carter has been a talking point for the wrestling world over the last week or so. It looks as if he has caught the wandering eye of both AEW and WWE. Fightful Select report that he has been on the radar of both companies for quite some time. But it's only recently that there's been some proper conversations going down. We've seen AEW using Ben Carter on Dark and that really put him on the map. And there has been some contact with NXT, we understand, for Ben Carter, but that's all we know about it from here. Uh, no doubt if Ben Carter faces the champagne problem that is choosing between a job within WWE or a job within AEW, he could easily see him leaning towards the AEW side. He's already had stuff under his belt there. He already knows the team there, but I guess... We will have to keep an eye on that one, won't we? Interesting times, and it's great to see someone like Ben Carter getting the recognition he deserves. It's that whole phrase, isn't it, how sometimes it can take your entire life to become an overnight success. And have WWE accidentally spoiled their own draft? So a tweet dropped last night that uh, said the following. The number one draft pick for each brand should be... And then it lists Raw, SmackDown and NXT, encouraging people to reply with who they think should be the number one draft pick for each of the brands. That tweet was quickly deleted shortly afterwards and replaced with a different one a little while later that just said Raw and SmackDown. Now, Triple H has said in interviews he doesn't know if NXT is going to be involved in the brand extension, in the draft uh, this coming week. And it just seems strange for... 
Triple H to not know, even the, like this close to the draft, whether or not his team are involved in it. I guess we will have an idea as to how it's going to pan out for NXT a little later on in the week. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel right now, you can check out what happened at NXT TakeOver. Coming later today, TakeOver Graded with myself. Uh, more news videos with myself and Adam Pacitti. And if you missed it over the weekend, a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review. Justin Henry and I watching every episode of Monday Night Raw from the very beginning. Subscribe if you haven't done so already uh, to our podcast. Details at Cultaholic.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.